The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. folks welcome back to the bar grab a beer pull up a seat this is tavern cast i'm jen i'm nicole i'm claire and i'm rebecca and tonight it's ladies night in case anybody's wondering uh the guys have the night off we are taking over and uh they're at the bar (laughs) huge surprise there um and uh some of you may have heard several of us talking Uh, actually you've heard all of us at one point in time if you've listened to any of the tc shows rebecca what you were on one of the regular shows uh, i've been on a regular show and i was scared on a ghost oh that's right you were on ghost cast is right that's right and nicole lucky yeah, I wanted to go on that. I don't I couldn't know go. if that was luck because now the ghosts know where, where I am. <laughs> and Nicole, you were on uh, one of the TC shows as well, right? Right, I was show number seven uh, talking about kid pranks. Oh, okay. And Claire, how about you? I was on the screen. So this is, this is her first appearance on the real one. So it's Woo-hoo. exciting. Yeah. So you can be on the show. Call the TC hotline in the U.S., where many of you are. 734-418-7077 is the number. Internationally, catch us on Skype. Username is TavernCast. Or send us a brief MP3 file to TavernCast at TavernCast.com. Only one rule, you send it or say it, we'll play it on the show. Mm. Hey, TavernCast. Just because your show is only available like once every couple years doesn't mean that people don't love it. In fact, I love it so much... If you guys were willing to give me a job, I'd work full-time just to keep you guys on the air. Hey, this is Miguel from uh, the not-so-great state of Idaho. I just wanted to call to say I'm so happy you guys came back. You've always had the best quality show on the Internet. And uh, the first time I heard Tavern Gas Reborn number one, I cried a single tear of joy. So thank you guys for coming back. Hey, Tavern Conscious, he's been off the forums, and I have a little story to tell you. I flew to Australia for Christmas and met the rest of my family out there as they had flown out before me. I had an alright flight out there with no disasters or much annoyance. However, I listened to the last Tavern Car show out there before flying back, not realising you guys were talking about flying issues and mess ups. The flight back ended up not being so easy going. I ended up with the asshole sticking the seat right back in front of me. So then I decided to be the one to do the kicking. On top of that there were at least three kids who were taking it in turns to see how loud they could scream. It was also the worst turbulence I've ever experienced on a plane. Dreams were going everywhere for at least half an hour. Thankfully no one was sick though. 
I decided that this would all be Tavern Cast for, seeing as I'd listened to so just beforehand and then these things went wrong, They're exactly the same as that you were talking about. But I'd say Pilot's Bob's message was worth listening to it for. Loving all the different shows, guys. Keep them coming. Bye. Check us out <laughs> online at www.taverncast.com where you can log into the TC forums and download archived shows. Woohoo! Yeah. And there's a hot pinup model on the, on the website. <gasps> That's Is it me? true. That's true. <laughs> they rotate it. They oh, rotate okay. it. Ladies, what, what are, are we, we drinking? drinking? <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're sitting there, I know what you're thinking. You're asking yourself, what are we drinking at tonight? All right, yeah! Well, it's actually my favorite drink in the whole world, Amarula. Not to be confused with Amaretto. Okay, what is Amarula? Amarula is a cream liqueur manufactured in South Africa. It's made with sugar, cream, and the fruit of the marula tree, which is the tree that elephants like to eat the fruit from. Oh, interesting. So elephants know how to drink. label here. And in (laughs) fact, they drink the fermented um, fruits. And so you can see on the internet, you can see pictures of drunk African uh, (laughs) animals. Seriously? Walking around (laughs) drunk from this fruit. Thank God for YouTube. Really? Nice. Okay, well. Very cool. All right, so this is a big old bottle, and there's an elephant right on on the the, uh, label here. Beautiful uh, bottle. It's very well done. Yeah. So, all right, are you ready? We're going to pour ourselves some over here. So it's a cream. It looks a lot like Bailey's. Oh, it does. Um, It actually has been rivaling Bailey's in terms of... um, the uh, rankings. It's actually just number two in, in sales really? most recently. Is it, is it new in the United States? Uh, no, it's just getting more popular. What is the alcohol content? I'm curious. Um, High enough. I, it's higher <laughs> than enough. beer, I can bet you. Uh, 17%. Yeah, all right. Nice. Wow. So here's cheers to girls' night. Cheers! cheers. So we're drinking this Ooh. without ice. That's important. That is good. Because, yeah. It almost has a chocolate. It tastes like chocolate in the beginning and a little bit of vanilla aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's an interesting combination. I really like it. Yeah. That is this really is good. Uh-oh. It, you're going to get me hooked. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why it's uh, rifling Bailey's now. So you can actually put this on ice cream. You can have oh, it yeah. on frozen raspberries. Mm. Um, I've had it, in fact, Mike on the show, he puts this in, um, he puts root beer in it. Really? And oh, it wow. tastes like a big old root beer float. Oh, yum. This could be like, a, like you know, a Bailey shakes. This uh-huh. could be an Amarula shake. Oh, I like it. I like it's it. Definitely. Very, very good. I wonder if you could do the same thing with like a, it was an Irish car bomb. Don't they use I Bailey's in that? that yeah. You've never had an Irish car bomb? No, teach me. I've never what? Had one either. Well, you're not a beer drinker though, so no. that's why. Oh, yeah, it, it involves Guinness. All right, never mind. Guinness, it's a lovely drink. Yeah, actually, you'd like Guinness. Guinness is different than uh, regular beer. Yeah, I hear I it like all it. The time. What is an Irish? No. What no. is an Irish car bomb? I'm with you. You put Guinness in a glass, in a large glass, and then you take a shot glass and you mix it with Bailey's and Jameson whiskey and you drop it in, and the whole thing kind of fizzes up and you have to slam it, and it gets you oh, cool. really drunk really fast. Like an Irish cement mixer is basically kind of, yeah it's very similar to a cement mixer but okay. well it's just really good i always felt like they were racing before the whole drink curdled in the, in, <laughs> that's pretty and, much and it it just curdles <laughs> in your stomach yeah. after you get it down yeah but if you drink enough of them you don't notice so it's okay right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's your, your midnight drink exactly so so on a scale of like one to five how would you guys rate the amarula Ooh, 4.5 really yeah. wow okay 
I'm very I'm biased because I think it's the best thing around. I give That's it a true. 15. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Nicole, what do you think? Um, I'm thinking about a f- about a four, four and a half. I'm more yeah. I'm more like the uh, fruity drinks, wine, and beer. So. Okay. But it's All very right. good. No, I definitely say it's definitely a solid four, and I do that just because I'd like to try and experiment with it with different combinations and see if it can bump that up as well. I mean, it Thanks. can be pretty heavy, so, I mean, that's wine, fruity wine, those are nice and light, but yeah. this, thing, this is a nice winter drink. Yeah, definitely. So, ladies, um, now that we have our beverages, yes. what would you like to chat about? Oh, so many things. So many things. I sort of like uh, the celebrity crush. I, I yeah? Think, I think we would all four have a very interesting selection, and I'm really interested to find out what everybody else's is. Okay, so so spill it then. Who's uh, your celebrity crush? Okay, well, if anyone has listened <laughs> to the screen, um, my celebrity crush is Daniel Radcliffe, better known as Harry Potter. Yes, he's legal, so don't give me flack for it. <laughs> um, so is Taylor Lautner? <laughs> that uh, is true. He's just barely legal. Uh, <laughs> How long have you been crushing on him? Uh, probably since before he was legal, but um, not inappropriate crushing. Like just a 13 like, year old boy, you're lusting after him? No, just kind of like, gosh, why can't I be 16? kind of crush. Uh, okay. Not this like, hey, I'm 40, let's get Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> now, well, would that be so bad? <laughs> well, uh, no. <laughs> Is this all about his looks, or is there something more magical about it? Magical. Magical. Um, <laughs> it is everything about him. His looks, his mannerisms. Um, I heard him at a y- young age speak on Oprah, and I was he spoke very eloquently. It wasn't like the typical teenagers with all uh and ums and uh, I don't know. And, yeah, but he's British. They don't... S- they just sound eloquent no well, matter what they're saying. Well, that's a bonus that he's British also. I mean, to listen to that voice every day, and he's got gorgeous thick hair and beautiful eyes and... Great yeah. wand. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. Anyway. Actually, so I've seen, so I can say that for sure, because I have seen oh, him in Equus. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow, that's And right. for those who don't know what Equus is, it was a play he was in in London and then on Broadway a couple of years ago, and he does a completely 100% nude scene for a good 10 to 15 minutes. And you saw wow. it. And I went to New York to go see him. How awesome. From the 11th row. It was pretty darn awesome. Now, <laughs> at what point does Crush border on stalker if i'd seen him every night in new york <laughs> that's, that's stalking weird. i saw him and once. expensive and yeah expensive and yeah. following expensive. him in a taxi home yeah. yeah didn't do that no i was i was a good girl so do you have like a type of guy that you like is um, it, is, is he something that is you know are you into like do you like british guys do you like uh um, you know, I wouldn't younger say he, he doesn't guys. fall into a category that I specifically have set for what I like, um, because at one point I thought Brad Pitt was pretty awesome, too. Okay. Um, I have since changed my mind on that because he just seems kind of creepy, wanting to hook up with a woman with 3,000 children. Yeah. Um, well, he did help her get those children, <laughs> at least a couple of them. He did. He did. <laughs> she but only no. had one when he came into the picture that I'm aware of, so. I agree, he just, though. He has lost something for me for last. Yeah. I think it's the beard, too. though, too. He's always sporting that weird, scraggly beard. Mm, yeah. I and don't he, know. And, and he's like he's a so holier-than-thou type person. Is he? Yeah, I don't follow him that well, so I don't know. I, I, I still dig him. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> She's like, still a hottie to me. Yep. So, well, who's your celebrity crush then, Rebecca? 
I don't know if I have current celebrity crushes. I they don't have to be current. They could be. Well, I will. I will make a confession of, right. uh, of my first kiss Ooh. ever was my celebrity crush what? when I was wow. a teenager. When I paused like the VCR oh. and went up <laughs> oh. and made out with the TV screen. Tom Cruise, right? Harrison Ford. Harrison? Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at him now. Yeah. yeah. He was a sexy man. And he so was. that was my first yes. kiss was yeah. uh, actually. Han Solo or who was he? Nope. It was uh, the uh, Indiana Jones. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah. Man of danger. Mm, I like Indy. Definitely. Okay, so is that kind of your type then, the that, adventurer kind of thing? That would be kind of my type. The the hey baby, let me take you across the river on a vine, and <laughs> then we'll make out afterwards. Okay, all, all right, I like that too. Um, so how about you, Nicole? Uh, it's different. Like I, I was thinking, well, I've always thought Keanu Reeves was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> I always thought he was. And, um, no, you probably think, oh, she probably loves Robert Pattinson and Taylor Nautner because of Twilight, some yes. of my favorite movies. Well, I know. But I actually, say, I, know I don't. You're a big Twilight I don't. It, really? I don't. I don't think they're that hot. I just like the movie. Okay. Um, but I think uh, probably right now it's um, Ryan Buell from Paranormal State and Zach Baggins from Ghost Hunters. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. No, I can see that. What now? What what makes you? What attracts you to them? Uh, kind of like they seem like they're really nice guys. Departs, but then they're kind of have like well with Zach Baggins, he's kind of punkish. You yeah. Know, a little bit of tattoos and kind of a wild side, but yeah. And and, and really into that kind of surreal stuff. I don't know. There's just something about him. Okay. Interesting. And Keanu Reeves, the, is the reason there is because he's kind of an outsider. He's always he, like a loner. He's always on his own. And I There's a like vulnerability him. to him, yeah. I think, too, that is, I, I think is always attractive. Is right. that your type, do you think? Do you have like, so, a particular yeah. type? Yeah. Thank you. Jen. Well, I definitely would concur with the Keanu Reeves thing. He's always been a longtime heartthrob of mine, somebody that I've just like kind of gushed over for a long time. Yeah. He's always just like, oh. Never gets um, old. No, definitely. In fact, I think that as he gets older, he gets better looking, to oh, be honest absolutely. with you. Another one that I love to look at, um, don't necessarily know if I'd actually want to meet him because I don't know how his personality would be, um, but he's just amazing as Ryan Reynolds. I just think is like... Oh, yeah. Sexiest man he alive. Was yeah. proposal. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I know. And then that movie, I was like, when he comes in that shower scene, I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, but my other guilty pleasure is actually Adam Richman from Man vs. Food. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. Have is he the guy the that like, has gained it. like 20 pounds yeah, in the last he, season? Yeah, he has gained a lot of, a lot of weight. He's cute, though. He's got a great personality. Absolutely, absolutely. So he's, he's gained a lot of weight, I'm guessing the food's winning? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of, I mean, he can keep you entertained for days. Exactly. And that's one of the things I love about him. He's just kind of that, he's, there's something like sweet, cuddly, teddy yeah. bearish about him. And then he's really funny and really nice. He's, he just seems like the kind of guy you could totally, obviously hang out and have food and drinks with. So <laughs> that is different. Yeah. I mean, cause you get, you get those like crushes that are com- unbelievable guys that you probably never, ever attain. But then there's the ones that are sort of like the guy next door mm-hmm. that, that seem almost obtainable. Right. So I don't know if I'd even call them a crush. It seems more, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a just... relationship that you could almost have cause he's a normal person. Right. Versus. Yeah. Somebody that you're from afar. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
So obviously, you know, we all have different crushes now, and each one of us actually is in a relationship. Some are married, some are not. So what would you guys say, if you know it, would be your significant other's celebrity crush or his type, if he has one? Megan Fox. (laughs) Megan Fox, really? Probably. Is he, has he said anything, confessed anything like that or? I think he th- he said he, she was pretty once and or, or hot, and then he always likes the uh, Diane Lane type. Uh, okay. You know, she's a very attractive woman, though. She really. Yeah, she, is. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. So yeah. you know, he has that type, the really okay. hot brunette or blonde. How about you guys? Do you know um, of anybody that I, there? I, I know. Who, I'm try. I can picture her face, but I can't think of what her name is. Um, she was in Red Dawn. She played hmm. one of the sisters. Jennifer Grey? Not Jennifer Grey, the other one. Oh, God, I don't remember who the uh, who the other girl is. I, can't, I didn't I see can't. that movie. Oh, you haven't seen Red Dawn? No. Oh, Hello. <laughs> we got to see the first one because the second one's coming out soon, so you better hurry up. Um, no, oh, my God. Is, I thought it was a remake. It, well, it is, but it's oh, okay. a second re... Well, I mean, it's one war. You can't have more than one war, so mm-hmm. it's a re... Yeah, it's a remake. <laughs> um, Same movie, different what? people. <laughs> I can't think of what her name is. She was in the Back to the Future movies. Oh, Emma Thompson? No. Yes. Oh. Emma Thompson. Oh, okay. That's who it is. Okay. That is That is the only person he's ever had a somewhat crush on. It's because I made him pick somebody. Really? <laughs> because I had so many. I was like in love with like every celebrity out there at some point in our relationship. We've been together for like 15 <laughs> years. Oh my gosh, oh, okay. that's a long time. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, finally, so you got to pick somebody. And he didn't even know her name at the time. He told me who it was. He's like, and oh, I looked she's it up. Okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, you can have her. That's okay. Right. That's cool. <laughs> How about you guys? So I don't know exactly which celebrity he would be. He would be digging on. I don't know, but um, the type I know, which are very smart, powerful women. Okay. So women who are running their own companies, who are CEOs, who are politicians. So like a Hillary Clinton type, or a Martha oh, Stewart I know type, him and he's or not like um, or you know some of these these powerful women okay. who are who are. Um, who are not necessarily the the movie star celebrity. I mean, that would be more of the um, what is he into intellectually and what really turns him on. Right. But I don't don't know in terms of looks. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, And I would have to say, for me, um, I get get mixed things. Um, Sometimes it's Sandra Bullock is really hot. Um, He used to like the chick from all the uh, Scream movies. Oh, Courtney oh. Cox. No, not Courtney no. Cox. The no, other one, the, the girl that was the... In the Party of Five. Yeah. Chick. I can't think of her name. Whatever her name is, she's getting Nev a Campbell. now. So. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nev Campbell. So he used to like her. And then he always tells me that his perfect woman would actually be a specific character this actress played back in like the late eight or sometime in the 80s. It was Aaron Gray, but specifically as Wilma Deering. Uh, in Buck Rogers. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I did um, watch that show a lot. Yeah, so that is, he's like, she's perfect. And so <laughs> that's that's who he ogles over. Yeah, so. I, th- I think you're right, though. I think there is like a specific tech character that yeah. they like yeah. from a show. Because they don't really go around reading the gossip magazines or... Yeah, no. They probably so. don't actually know anything about these women. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except, did you guys hear about, um, there's a guy, this just happened earlier this week, there was a guy that has been stalking Uma Thurman. No, no I didn't and, hear this. Yeah, so she, this this guy, she's had him, she's got a restraining order on him, and 
he was he violated that and so she he was like going to her office and stalking her office and following her home and doing all these things so she called the cops on him saying he has violated this restraining order and the cops show up at his house to say hey you've been spotted doing this you're not supposed to do this and he was at that moment online googling Uma Thurman (laughs) on his home computer wow yeah Video games, which are a really big thing that obviously a lot of the Tavern Cast listeners are uh, into, and obviously the guys that are normally doing Tavern Cast, that's their big thing. Video games is something that, you know, it's a big, huge deal as far as uh, society even goes anymore. So, what do you guys think of video games in general? And, I mean, are you guys, would you consider yourselves, if you're, are you a gamer yourself? Do you do any kind of video gaming? And I'm not necessarily saying that it has to be any kind of like MMO or RPG or any of that kind of stuff? Like, is it something where do you get in and play Bejeweled? Are you, you know, do you play Wii? Do you do um, Pong? Anything? (laughs) (laughs) You know, are you into any of that stuff? And if you are, you know, what do you play? Why do you play it? And then if you're not, like, you know, are you considered, do you consider yourself a video game widow? Because I know Mm. a lot of the guys play it. So what do you guys think? I guess for me, um, I'm pretty addicted to Spider Solitaire, that uh, I play it over and over and over again. And really? in fact, it is my little guilty pleasure when I am in at work, if I'm on the phone, I will be playing Spider Solitaire. Instead of paying it, attention to the phone No, call, at the or? same time, it's kind of the little uh, zone in the background. Okay. And it's, it's actually quite embarrassing because I sometimes have people come into my office and there's the spider solitaire and I'm supposed to be highly productive and, <laughs> and, and other, doing other work. So that's, that's one of my guilty pleasures. Okay. And, and recently, now that, um, now that Mike has got a iPhone, then I'm, mm. I love uh, trying to sneak time on that iPhone. <laughs> oh, really? But the games that I like are actually, again, the ones that I can zone out and not have to think. So the, the okay. best one is this stupid little game where you just pop bu- bubbles of different colors <laughs> and you just sit there and pop them. And there's no point at all. You just sit there and I can sit there for, for an hour just popping bubbles. It's very bizarre. Now, does he play any video games at all? Is he into any of that stuff? Only on his, uh, only on the iPhone. Really? And does he play the bubble game as so, well? So or? nope, he's got the, the game that he has is called Dirty Birds. And oh, my or, gosh. Ang- oh, it's Angry Birds. Angry, Angry Birds. birds. Angry yeah. Birds. And you take the birds. and <laughs> Obviously, you f- Nicole has that one. <laughs> and they fly into the air, and they try, and they try to uh, hit things. And there was a Halloween v- version where they were scary Angry Birds or something like that. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's Nicole, cool. how about you? I know that this um, is a big one at your house. Uh, it's huge at my house. I personally never, ever play video games. I don't play Angry Birds, except when I, um, yesterday I played with my five-year-old for a little bit in the restaurant, but I don't, I just don't play Solitaire, I don't play Scrabble, I don't play anything. Okay. Um, I just never have. 
Um, Does it just not interest you? It's or? just not interest. There's so many other things. I'd rather read a magazine. I'd rather read a book. I'd rather get on Facebook. You know, there's so many other things I'd rather do. Okay. And then, and I don't judge people that are on, except when, say, my son or husband are on for hours, and okay. I would like to watch a movie with them or maybe have some interaction. Um, but Xbox 360 is huge at our house. Um, mm, of course, okay. World of Warcraft is coming back in. Um, yeah, the Cataclysm. Yeah, and then there's some space thing they're playing online. What was that? I know Starcraft. Star. That's it. Starcraft. Starcraft Two. And and I know the kids are very into iPad and iPhone games. But uh, do your kids have DSs? They do not. We do not allow that. Why not? um, Because I see when we go to restaurants, I see other kids with uh, DSs, and they just tune their folks out. And Mm. we don't even allow. The only time we allow maybe them to have an, uh, play with the iPhone is if we're playing with them together on a game or okay. if um, we're in a doctor's office and they're waiting, but never, because then it, it just brings the family apart. You're, you're, why even, you're distant and why even be together if you're not, if you're going to play your game or have your iPod, um, iPod in your ear. Oh, yeah. So, no, we don't allow point. that. No, I always think it's interesting when I, I've, I've been in restaurants before and you'll look over and you'll see an entire family sitting at a table and no one is even looking up at each other. They're they're just sitting there, and the kids will be playing on a game, you know, whether it's an iPhone or a DS or an iPad or who knows, a Game Boy, whatever. I don't know what's cool anymore, but, you know, they'll have those things. And then the parents are sitting there. Sometimes people are talking on the phone to other people who yeah, aren't in the restaurant so with them. It's annoying. Or they're texting or they're, or they're texting. doing whatever. Yeah. On the other hand, this might bring some moments of peace for parents. Yes, but not at the restaurant. That's not where you... If you want peace at a restaurant, you get a babysitter and you take your husband to a restaurant. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same with you, Nicole. I don't like going to places and seeing children zero out their parents completely and just be 110% into this game that they're playing. I watch them walk through stores with their heads down, yeah. bumping into things, not even paying attention to where they're going. It, yeah. It's an annoyance to me. So you I mean, guys are both moms, though, too. Yeah. So you guys are both moms, and so... Yeah. like. And so we've heard Nicole. Now, Claire, what do you do? The what do your kids do? Because uh, you've got two boys. I have two boys, okay. um, ten and four, and neither one of them owns a DS. Um, we have a Wii and a and an old Xbox, not a 360, just a plain old Xbox. And quite honestly, um, they are only allowed to play a half an hour a week. A week. A week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. that's, that's very tough. But you know what? They don't argue. They would prefer the set, the first snowfall hit. The first thing they said was, "Can we go outside and play?" Oh, and that's good. how I want my kids to be raised. I don't want them to be all video gamed out. We don't have snow. <laughs> oh, I'm I wish oh, we that's did. Right. She's in California. <laughs> I know. But I don't know. When I was a kid, and I was addicted to Mario Brothers, or Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and I played that all the time in order to master the different levels, mm-hmm. I don't think that that rotted my brain, and I don't think that that had an impact on anything negative in terms of how I inter- interact with people. Well... Okay, I will agree with you to the extent to say that it's probably it probably didn't have a major effect on you de- you developing socially. However, it wasn't portable. It wasn't something that you took with you everywhere. You had That's a game right. system at home, right? Well, we definitely spent probably five hours a day during the summer just on mastering Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I think you did a lot together, of people did though, that. Right? Yeah, it was probably something fighting with my brothers over yeah. who got to be player one. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys were still together, and you right. were doing stuff together. You were actually still interacting and relating to one another, and and you were competing against each other. So then, right? if the DS was was tied to each other, and you played with each other. 
No, I think that, I mean, I guess I go back and forth with it because, okay, so in our house, video games are like a main form of entertainment, especially for my husband. Now, I do play some things, but I will do, like, my guilty pleasure is Bejeweled, which is not any, you know, woohoo game or anything. There's nothing super exciting about it. But it's just one of those things where I picked it up one day when I was playing. I used to love Tetris, you know, and those those kind of things. So, um, but I remember when I was in college, I started having a major dislike for video games. When I was in college, I lived in a dorm room, and we had there was four girls in my room. We had four of us, and one of the girls brought up her Nintendo to school, and our room became a video game central for the entire floor in our dormitory. And we would leave our room. We would all go to class and come back, and there'd be people that didn't live there sitting and playing our games. And I remember trying to, like, study for classes, and I'd have to leave my room to go study because I couldn't do it because they constantly had they had that Kid Icarus game at one point in time. Gosh. And it was, I mean, like, literally 24-7 it was going, and it was so annoying. It was so, it was it was out of control to the point where, over Thanksgiving break, I think it was, I was the first person back, and everyone got really pissed off at me for this. But I took the controllers. I yanked them out of the, of the Nintendo, and I hid them. <laughs> I locked them away in a cabinet, and I was like, listen, I'm not giving them back until you guys limit this. I'm totally fine with people playing, but it cannot be 24-7. I'm sorry. We can't live like this. And finally, they agreed to to let you know, like let go and not have everybody over all the time doing it. But it was so it was consuming so many things, and it was one of the it, it interfered with real life. And I think that that's where I end up having a problem with video games. I think that's very interesting. A friend of mine just recently bought a game system, and what they did was these um, these are two male friends of mine mm-hmm. um, who I went to school with, and they decided that they were going to buy the gaming system jointly, but store the parts, the the controllers in one house and the gaming system in the other house. And really? so so what it was is it was a commitment mechanism such that they couldn't play it endlessly. Ah, and when they got together, then they brought their separate parts together so okay. that they would be able to play it for the short period of time and then take the parts away. But that's good, right? Because then they're still being social? No. You know. No. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I think that's but a good But not idea. everybody can do that. There's a lot of people who can't control that. Um, I know when, when we first came out, I think a lot of people were all excited because kids had to stand up and actually move to play the games. And I can't tell you how many kids I saw who have learned to bowl sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of sad. Um, but the Wii is actually a really popular game that you can get up and you can move around a little bit like the Wii Fit. I'm kind of all for that yeah. idea. So I don't mind my son playing that. Like, he can have his friends come over. They can do whatever games they want on the Wii Fit because I know they're up and they're moving. But again, I think our husbands and stuff, as long as they take care of the responsibilities at the house, then fine. Let them have their fun. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't mind I don't mind them doing it like but like you said as long as it doesn't interfere too too much mm-hmm. with the uh, real life is probably the biggest thing. So, a lot of people always say that, you know, oh, girls are such haters, but I know a lot of girls that are big gamers. You know, there is there's a time and place and I mean my mother-in-law will go out to eat and she'll just pull out her iPhone and just start playing Scrabble by herself. When you're out to eat together? Absolutely. And that annoys the crap out of me like you wouldn't believe. I just want to hit the phone out of her hand and go, hello. You know, talk to your husband right there. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm right in front of you. So it's not just kids and men. It's No, it's definitely not. No, my sister actually um, makes me crazy. She has uh, the iPhone and she does this farming game. 
Oh, gosh. And we were out to dinner one day, and she's, like, pecking away at this thing. And I said, what the heck are you doing? She's like, I'm farming. I'm like, we're supposed to be having dinner. I haven't seen you in a month. She can't get to water my plants. Exactly. That's a whole different world out there. I mean, I grew up with asteroids and Pac-Man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't do the traditional like World of Warcraft stuff. Um, I probably, I think one of my favorites is iSketch. What's that? You go to iSketch.net. Okay. And it's a Pictionary game that you play with other people. You don't even know where they're from. And you pick a category, and everybody takes turns drawing, and you have to guess what they're drawing. Interesting. <laughs> that's cool. So that that's my guilty pleasure. But I mean, aside from that, um, really nothing. I I I'm not a video game person like I used to be. I used to live for video games. I I to this day have my old Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh wow. Do you? Does it still work? I I need a new cord for it. The cord's all oh. shredded. Um, it was in storage for like twenty five years, and so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I have the original Twenty Six Hundred. She plugs it in. It starts smoking. It probably, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Not not until I get the proper equipment. But or I'd eBay it. It's it is worth a little bit of money, but it's got sentimental value. I yes. played the best games on that thing, and my husband was so good. He get, he found this emulator on the on the internet that you can play all the games from the 2600 on your computer. No kidding. All the all of them. Wow, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. So so basically, are we saying then that we're all pretty much for the most part, a thumbs up about video games? Oh, absolutely. I, I would also differ from you guys in that I'm also thumbs up, let people do what they want. If they want to do it at the restaurants or when other people are around, I say thumbs up on that as well. No, Those are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about you, Nicole? Yeah, you know, I don't care what other people do, but if it, if it, if it infects uh, my family life, then I'm, a, I'm against it, but... You know, if they're not bugging, if they're not bugging me, or and they're getting things done around the house, like you were saying, then it's fine. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> So we just got finished with the whole Christmas holiday going through, and I'm sure all of us got some wonderful gifts, but I think the majority of us had to buy some of those gifts. So <laughs> how did you guys feel about having to do all this shopping this past year? I hated it. I absolutely <laughs> hated it. Really? My family's small. I just have my mom and, okay. um, you know, on, besides my kids. And then I have all his Greek family to shop for. Oh, and boy. Big fat Greek family, yeah, huh? Yeah, and I have to do it. And, I'd l- I wish that we could just pull pick names and say, okay, everybody, we're just shopping for one person this year. But no, we've, you know, oh, here you go, hon. You gotta, we gotta do this. And we gotta get it done. And I absolutely hate it. How the- many people do they really? Are you guys? I mean, because I've seen pictures, so I know that there's a lot. But how many are we no, talking? No, really. Okay, let's see. Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. About thirteen. Extra. Wow. So what do you hate about it? Do you hate the I don't time like it takes or? The time it takes, I, I'm not creative in finding out what people, uh, what to get people. I don't like being creative. I'm a gift card type person, and yep. he's not, so he would hate that if I did it. Um, <laughs> and I don't like going to the malls, or I don't even like driving around the malls at Christmas time. It's mm. just, it's too many, it's too many people. I don't really like shopping normally. I like buying it online, or if I know I need a sweater, I go to the Gap and leave. That's so it. You're not, so you're not a big shopper girl, huh? 
No. So it's done, and I am happy. It's over. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. It's over with. Thank goodness. Not till next year. Exactly. What about you, Rebecca? I love it. Yeah? I love every part of it. In fact, I go shopping for gifts for people all the time. Oh it's my. just, it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. The Black Friday was relaxing. <laughs> I don't, I choose my time wisely. Um, I don't go out that time. 3 a.m. No. Okay. for Cole's sweater. I mean, come on. I've worked, I worked two Black Fridays while I was terribly pregnant at Walmart. Let me tell you, they don't <gasps> care if you're pregnant. If they want that damn really? Barbie doll, they will knock you over oh for God. that damn Barbie doll. It's a Barbie doll. I mean, that's important. Oh, whatever. <laughs> It'll be in the trash next month. No, I love it. In fact, I've been going, I've been going with my, my little niece, um, mm-hmm. and we went out shopping for Christmas gifts, and she came out with a big box of Legos for herself. It was great. <laughs> Um, I just, I really enjoy trying to think as a challenge, what is it that people like and trying to set up these little challenges for myself and get the challenge within a certain budget and find the Mm -hmm. best deal. I find it extremely fun. See, I agree with you on that. I am, it's to me, it's like a big, I don't want to call it necessarily a game, but it is, it's like a challenge. It's like, what can I get for this person? And I want to make, it's like, I have this anticipation of seeing them open this amazing thing I found. Yes, exactly. And, and I love it. Like I could go shopping every single day, all day long. And and I find actually physically being in the store and touching (laughs) items as I walk through the different aisles. I don't know if I'm that tactile, but feeling of just like going out of my fingertips. Okay, let's clear this up a little. Nicole and I have children. How, <laughs> how fun is it going shopping with your children, Nicole? Um, I prefer not to. I, I really don't take them. So if I can't get it done while they're in school, then you won't, no one will get anything. Exactly. That's, why, I, that's exactly. why it's online shopping. And I think December is the hardest month for me because I've got a wedding anniversary, I've got um, my husband's birthday, and I have um, my daughter's birthday and oh, Christmas. Wow. So it's kind of like, it's just, it just hits me from all sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's I have a lot. to say, though, I hate wrapping. Yeah, oh, I, I can do it without why, that. And why do See? I have to do it? <laughs> Um, why does anyone have to do it, really? I mean, <laughs> not to anymore. They, every single store has got a little, I'll wrap it for you. I, every single internet store has a, I'll wrap it for you. For yeah, $4.99. For four ninety nine, you can buy a whole thing of wrapping paper. Yeah. I know. You can actually buy four of them at the dollar store for that <laughs> You could buy a whole new gift for four ninety nine. <laughs> okay, all right, let's assume this. I had to buy my mother-in-law a gift for Christmas. My choice was to buy it from Walmart. Walmart offered the shipping and the wrapping. Or they could send it to me to wrap and then ship myself. Let me tell you what, I'll t- pay the four ninety nine. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, that makes it a lot easier, yeah. especially if it's not something that you're going to see. Like, So when I was living in California and sending stuff back home to Michigan, it was very convenient for me to do that kind of stuff. I definitely took advantage of those kind of things because it was worth the extra couple of bucks for me to send it. And then that way the person could open it like the, open the packaging that it was sent in, but then it was still wrapped and then it would be, you know, Hey, you got to put that under the tree. You got to wait till Christmas time, whatever. Um, or with birthdays, you know, at least it's a, still a little bit of a surprise, hopefully. But the big thing for me, I think is still, I just love that anticipation, but I like wrapping gifts too. I just like making everything pretty. Uh, maybe I'm just a total cheese ball about it, but it's just the whole thing is, is really exciting for me. I start making my lists. I have this whole checklist of all of the people that I have to buy for because I have a very extended family too. My parents, after they got married and had me and one of my sisters, they 
were divorced and then both remarried. And then, so then I have like four families basically from them. And then I have my husband's family to buy for now as oh my well. Gosh. And I have a very large family, especially on one side, my mom's side. I'm the oldest of 23 grandchildren. Oh my God. <laughs> so now we don't buy for everyone. We do, ex- you know, but we do exchange presents and there's certain people that you have to buy for every year, you know, like mm-hmm. certain aunts or uncles or, you know, that kind of stuff. So you got to get a little bit of something for, for different folks. So it's kind of like what you were talking about with the big family. You're, you know, it, it is a challenge to try and think of, gosh, who is this? What am I going to get for this person? Um, but I just think it's kind of fun. Plus, I have four, four younger sisters, and then they all have significant others. And, you know, it's it's like a big thing. So I try to, I guess I make the choice to think of it as something that's kind of a fun thing. I, I mean, I, I kind of look at it like this. I have the option of dreading it, hating every second of it. Or looking at it from the perspective of, hey, I can make this kind of fun and make it a challenge and see, you know, what, how awesome can I make this gift? How inexpensive can I make it? And where can I get it from? And how many stops do I have to make? And, you know, all these different things. So I try and kind of challenge myself that way. But, you know, and I do, I'm a big believer. I love the Black Friday deals. I know you guys think that's insane. No, I love them too. It's nine o'clock in the morning when all the crazies have gone home. (laughs) So we do, we do, we've done some interesting things um, for wrapping, which is pretty fun. Which is what we do is for big gifts that everyone that somebody is really anticipating. They think that they're going to get it. They're very excited about this big gift. Mm-hmm. What we do is we wrap it and we layer wrap it so that oh, it cycles yeah. around to different people. And this is especially good for for little kids who are very excited. So it's addressed to somebody else, and then they unwrap one oh, layer and it's addressed funny. to some to a different person. And so the entire family gets to participate in this big gift and the whole lead up to it. Oh, uh, that's. Really and then they cool. unwrap it, and that's and that's a fun gift. And the other thing that we do also is like a lot of idea. puzzles, and like you have to find the gift. So again, this is good for really big gifts. Is that we wrap up lots of different things in which there's a word on it that tells you where your gift is. So your gift's in the garage or in the bathroom, in the bathtub, or something, and and it says go to the bathtub after you put together all of the different letters, and oh, you have to solve the puzzle. So then you get to if it's a really big gift, and let's say you spend a lot of money on that one gift, you get to unwrap lots of little gifts. So that it's it spells out the so code. it helps to build out the anticipation, yep. make you feel like you didn't just get that one thing. Yep, that's, that a, sounds that's actually great. a good idea. God, that sounds like so much work. Envelopes, <laughs> envelopes with letters <laughs> in it. It's easy. Yeah. Letters hidden in the Christmas tree. Well, let me let me tell you a horrible, horrible Christmas shopping story. So. My aunt is elderly. My aunt and uncle are both elderly. And the last thing they need is more crap in their house, right? Exactly. Plus, plus they're snowbirds. They like to go down to Florida every year for the winter. So you can't really get them anything that's seasonable because they're gone for the year. So I decide to try and play it smart. I get them something that's not going to take up any space and will help something in the meantime. So I adopted an animal from a local nature center in their name. Okay, that's a good idea. They're helping something. They get this little envelope with what they do. They can go visit the animal for free. I hand it to my aunt. She calls me two days later and says, can you get us like a gift card for Bob Evans or something? Because we really have no use for this. (gasps) (gasps) Really? Yes. And I thought, I say you're... I don't even know what I'd want to say of it. Well, here's what I said. <laughs> she, she's every lucky year. to get some at all. She, really? She, so this happened about seven years ago. So for the last seven years, guess what they've been getting for Christmas every year? A Bob Evans gift Bob card. Bob Evans gift card. <laughs> oh my Every year. They ask for it, they're so... getting a damn thing. Yeah. That, that, so that shopping, makes me kind of mad. Shopping sucks. I hate it. I can't stand <laughs> I it. Used to I don't love like it. to do it. I used it. to love it. I never did. So do you guys think it's just a stereotype that all women like to shop? There are certain women who make us look like we all want to shop. Absolutely. Yeah. 
But I am a penny pincher. When I do go food shopping, I coupon clip everything. So do I. Yeah. Um, my husband's ex-wife spent every cent he had wanting to know where the next paycheck was coming from. Mm. And he yells at me because I penny pinch so much. I said, you better be thankful for what you've got going on right now because <laughs> I'm not putting you in the poorhouse. <laughs> Are there any other stereotypes you guys like notice a lot of, about women as far as any kind of like shopping stuff goes or shoes, shoe hoarders. I hate shoes. shoes. I don't understand shoes. Yeah. What shoes did you wear over here today? Boots. What kind were they? They were brown. (laughs) (laughs) They were brown and they were on clearance when I bought them. I like flip flops. That's it. Well, you can do that. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not true because I've seen you in other shoes. (laughs) For me, I've, I've been much more um, developing into just, it has to be comfortable. So I'm doing so much walking that I would like, I would love to be able to wear the stylish large heels and, and I would love to be able to do that, but I just can't do it. It just hurts my feet. So mm-hmm. I'm into comfortable yeah. shoes. I guess I'm uh, I'm bad because I fall into the category of being a shoe hoarder. I have a lot of shoes and I love them. And there are some that I bought that I've, I'm still waiting for the perfect occasion to wear. <laughs> I, I know that sounds horrible, but it's true. I'm just like... I love them. It's been one of those things where it's a guilty pleasure. Now, I do try and find really good deals, so I'm not going out and spending. I'm not like Imelda Marcos and, you know, spending thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on these things. But um, I have a fair amount, probably more shoes than I need. (laughs) Um, But I love them, and I think that they're kind of fun. They can be really great accessories, and they can change the whole mood of an entire outfit. At the moment, are you lacking a certain type of shoe? Are you you dreaming about a shoe? I am, actually. Oh, gosh. Wait, by the way, just for the listeners... Her face just lit up <laughs> with a with a big smile and a glow in her, sparkle okay, in her well, eye. Okay, here's no, but here's the thing. So every every year, or it's it, I consider these a staple, and I think a lot of girls out there will agree with me. And guys like these things too. Basic high black boots, heels, you know, like dress boots. Mm-hmm. I okay. was with you up until the heel part. Okay, well you got it. Well, that's the dress part. You gotta get. You gotta have heels. I'm not saying it has to be like super high, but I had to recently get rid of a very faithful, wonderful pair that I had for many years, and they died. Um, and so now I am without, and oh. I'm very sad about that. Right. So well, I mean, that's different because I do have a pair of black boots that are no heels <laughs> that have been around the block for the last I like twelve years easily. Oh. Well, these were about three years old. Oh, well. <laughs> so yes, I would like a pair to replace those. Mm-hmm. But so far as shoes go. I think the most I've ever spent on shoes was $60, and they were my Reebok high tops that I can only buy on the internet now. I think I remember those. They were back in the 80s, and oh you, can't buy them in, you cannot buy them in stores anymore. Do you yeah. have leg warmers to go with them? I'm not saying. <laughs> hey, leg warmers are in now. They Again. Are. They yes. are. i got to wear them under go- your big boots. And my Frankie goes to Hollywood shirt. <laughs> as long as it's oversized and you're wearing leggings with it, you're all good. <laughs> yeah, how about them cowgirls? Boys, ain't they something? Sure are some proud girls. But you can't be the loving. And I tell you right now, girls, they just be seven. Them 
How about them, boys? Thank you very much for joining us and bearing with us as we take over the show. We know it's a little bit of a detour from what the guys normally talk about, but we would love to hear what you have to say about stuff here. Make sure to check out our other shows in the TavernCast Network. For the lovers of beer, check out On Tap. It's three guys, 130 beers, 32 styles, with a few stops along the way. It's beer madness. <laughs> if you like a good night out at the movies or have a passion for the art of film, join Bryce and Jen for new movie reviews and plenty of film discussion at the screen. And for those of you still immersed in the world of Warcraft, make sure you listen to TC1337 with Bryce, Bill, and Lauren, all of which can be found on the site or by searching TavernCast in iTunes. And please, if you like what we're doing here, spread the word, tell your friends, and don't forget to leave a review for TavernCast on iTunes. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year! Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. <laughs> Have fun, girls. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Close the door. What are you guys going to talk about? Anyway? Stuff. Nothing, boy. Re- nothing that you boys can see. Can is it going to be good and lascivious? Heck yeah. Alright. With a capital L. (laughs) (laughs) Some people are going to think this is really cool that are listening, and other people are going to be like, we're the guys. Alright, girls. So, alright, so it's Christmas time. We've we've just gotten no, started. This is after New Year's. Oh, there it's is. after. Alright, thank you. Yeah, we just finished now. <laughs> okay. Nope, it's not. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's my nightmare. Although we will pour another drink. Exactly. Yeah, would you like some more? <laughs> yes, I would. You mentioned the guys talking about shoes for 20 minutes? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be bitching about paying for them, is what it is. Exactly. I'm, Refill I'm, time, Nicole. Oh, I'm on my third already, girls. Oh. Sir, wait. <laughs> That's off camera. <laughs> I think you. we should just leave the guys out and do the girls from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> but did it cut?